Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, hello, hello. Today is Thursday, January 25th, 2024, episode number 495. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, 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 hey. How goes it <laughs> Put today? Put an extra one in there. <laughs> Good, good. Yeah. Everybody knows I've been out of town, and I'm back to the grind at the Cat Turd Ranch. My goodness, a good place to be. I bet they all missed you. I'm sure they did. I mean, oh, you know, well. every minute is something else. I, I know you've yeah. been very busy, and I'm glad you're back safe and sound. I have a confession. Okay, so I've been a little busy lately, right? Trying to get Trump to win the primaries in a landslide, making sure that you appear on Tucker, right? Because talking you off that ledge was so, so difficult. Well, I I did something and I know everybody's going to blame me for it. I missed our two year anniversary on this show. Really? Yes, I did. I did. And that's a woman's thing. Women never miss anniversaries. Well, I was going to say, which means you missed it too. So everybody's going to blame me. always miss anniversaries. That's normal. (laughs) For you to miss an anniversary, miss, you know, scheduling uh, phenomenon. Oh, oh my gosh. When was it? It was January 19th. This is our two year anniversary. Just on this show. I'm not counting the other show that we did together, but this show, two years, and it was January 19th. It was last Friday. You can imagine. Oh, man. I know. I I think it's because we've been kind of like counting down to the 500th episode, and that kind of threw you off, probably. Oh, you're giving me an out. Thank you, Kat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. We're like for an that. old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's really true, but I sat there. Somebody said, "So, how long have you been doing this show together?" Last night, you know, I've got friends in town, and I went, "Oh my gosh!" And I looked at my calendar, and I said, "The nineteenth was two years." Oh no! So I'm making amends. I'm sorry about that. Been a little busy, but anyway. The show must go on. And we have hit 99,000 followers as of today on this show. 
And so oh, come on, we got we got to get to a hundred, Dan. Well, what are you at on Tucker's show? Thirteen million now, or something? So fifteen. Fifteen million. Okay, so we need all those people to come join us over here. Yeah, make that happen, Cat. <laughs> I'm gonna call all fifteen just leave on the phone and ask them to personally come over here. Yeah, that uh, interview it's 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 crazy. It's uh, I don't even know what to say about it, but um, I get recognized now because you know, I was in hiding before, and even right. if I did a little sh something here, put a picture up here. That put me in a whole new stratosphere. I mean, I'm really getting recognized. Yes, you now, are. I'm like crazy. I mean, everywhere. Wow, it is a big deal, too. I knew People are calling me. I knew 40 years ago. I don't even remember. Exactly. It's like winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, you start hearing from all those people that you forgot all about. Not, yeah. They haven't forgotten you. They didn't, they didn't like me till now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well just don't forget about all of us little people over here as oh, littermates yeah. oh my gosh that have watched i, I, this I just happen. i just had my little five minutes of fame you know that's all i don't think so i don't think it's gonna stop there anytime soon in fact there's talk about you know all of these different rallies that you may be attending on a trump plane a private plane and all of that stuff i don't know i the it sky's the limit yeah. It might not, it could. Who knows what I I'm going to do. I hope it does, Kat. I really hope it does. Well, you'll I'd love it. to just. I'd love to just go up at a rally and just say, let's go Trump or something. Just a short little Trump 2024 USA. Can you USA. imagine looking uh -huh. out on that crowd, that sea of yeah, like red, 30, white, and blue? Yeah, 40,000 crazy people. I love that. Oh, my gosh. Crazed. Yes. Mm. Going for Trump, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try to pull that off one day. Those are our people, right? So yeah, that's, that's my peeps. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly. That's who we are over here. So it looks like we're having a showdown. A big one is going down at that border. You've got Governor Abbott holds the line, invokes Texas constitutional authority to defend itself against lawless Biden regime. Everybody is getting on board with this. I'm starting, you know, you're starting to see the red states that are absolutely, you know, in in there with them. And you've got even, I mean, Georgia, Kemp has even raised his hand. He's trying to join the party because he's supposed to, that loser sellout. Anyway, he's got his own problems to deal with, all self-created, especially with the voter fraud. But hey, that's what got him a seat up there anyway. So here is the statement. The executive branch of the United States has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. Resident, as I like to call him, Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill these duties imposed by Article 4 has triggered Article 110, Clause 3, which reserves to the state the right to self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. And you've got a whole boatload of people, including us, who are standing with Texas. We know what this is about. We absolutely have known what this is about. Not only do they want illegals here to replace us, but they also want them to vote in the elections. That's 
this is and what this that's, is about. it's all about votes they don't they don't care they don't care if, if you're if you've got a 700 uh person town and Twenty-seven thousand come and completely destroy your town. They don't care mm -mm. as long as they stay in power. These people are evil. That's right. That's absolutely right. And that's exactly. It's been the plan. It's always been the plan. When Tucker Carlson was over in, in on Fox News, he was rattling sabers about the whole thing. He knew it was for the votes. And now all of a sudden, here he is talking about it. It's not eleven million. It's twenty-two million. Here's the clip. The numbers you need to understand. Yale University released a study last week by three researchers, all of them liberal, I believe, who concluded that the actual number of illegal aliens in this country is not 11 million, it's north of 22 million. 22 million. Mm. Fact one. Fact two. The Democratic Party is now, as a matter of policy, calling for the legalization of all illegals in this country. Citizenship voting rights. 22 million new voters. Fact mm -hmm. three. The overwhelming majority of first-time immigrant voters vote Democrat. Fact four. The largest margin in American presidential history was 17 million votes, 1980 election, rather, 1984 election between Mondale and, and, and Reagan. And Reagan, yeah. 17 million. You would add to our voter rolls 22 million, at least, permanent electoral majority in perpetuity. That's what this is about. It's not about making the country better, serving our labor needs, helping the population. It's about putting Democrats in power forever. Are that you, is the yeah. truth of our immigration debate, period forever that's what they want they want to be in power forever cat that's it but but that's assuming they all vote for them but I, I i have a theory that a lot of them maybe the new time voters will but a lot of them that's i think the hispanic vote's going to go way over to, to republicans this time it's been going absolutely it's been steadily going 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 i think what trump got like 58 percent. i mean 42 percent or something crazy i think it could go to 50 now oh i mean it's just gonna and, and if you ever want to see the democrats build a wall you can see from venus just, <laughs> <laughs> just have it go 51 percent of the hispanics voting for oh my 51 50.1 percent when that happens they're going to build a fence like 100 foot long with an alligator mode on it well it's really true and and here's the thing and it's because of their stance on abortion it's because of their stance on what's going on with illegal immigration and everything else they know exactly what the democrats plan is they want to impose communism here in this country well that's exactly what most of the people that have gotten here have been trying to flee that's what they're trying to run away from. They certainly yeah. don't want their place of res refuge to turn into that. This is our last stand. There isn't a United States behind us that's going to come and save us, by the way. It's up to us. And that's that. I mean, that's where they, we are right they're now. They're finally fighting the way they should be fighting. All these states on the border should be going, screw you. We don't care what you do. Exactly. We got state, we got state police and state. We got state everything. That's right. And National Guard come down here and we're going we're going we're going to arrest you in our state. It is the truth. I mean, this is what makes our country great and they are trying to flood it because they're losing. You have to understand the establishment is losing. People are completely wide awake. The lamestream media is losing. You've got the politicians that are losing. The dinos, the rhinos, everybody knows they're part of the same club. It's an establishment uniparty global elites that want to put America last. They want us to be right up in there with the you know new world order and everything else so that Obama and Klan can rule the world. I mean, that's really what they they want. 
They don't care about your freedoms, your God-given rights. None of that stuff matters. And January 6th was just a prelude into what we're seeing now. They knew eventually people were going to get fed up. So now they're looking at people are throwing around the word civil war and everything else. Well, now you've got a whole bunch of elites who are wondering, okay, so which war are we going to fight now? Is it going to be the one right around the world or is it going to be the one right here at home? Because we've got some massive problems here and they're not going to stop what's coming. Here you've got Tara Bull at Tara Bull 808. Speaker John Johnson announces his support for Texas along with his this updated list of states. You have Florida, Virginia, Georgia, North Dakota, South Dakota, Tennessee, Alabama, Montana, Idaho, Utah, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Nebraska, Louisiana, Arkansas. Do you stand with Texas? Absolutely we do, 100%. But here's speak here as usual. The Republicans they say stuff. Yeah. Oh, I stand 100% support. So I support him. No, hmm. you have the gavel, and you could already shut the government down for three months or whatever you have to do to secure that border. You have the power to do it. Long time and to ago. Stop it, and you don't do it. Mm -mm. Oh, you do it. You you just do it with your words, and that, and 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 we're tired of it. It, it, it. Don't even put out a statement. We know you won't do nothing about it. You won't do nothing about it. No, they're going to pen something about it. They're going to talk about it on lamestream networks like Fox News. That's what they're going to do. That's as far as they're going to go with all of that. They're going to talk about it, talk about it, until they hand that gavel back over to the Democrats, and then nothing will absolute, will happen at all. So, I mean, it's great that you offer support. Oh, but oof. Oh, by the way, because mm -hmm. I didn't have time to send this to you, I saw this right before we come on the show, but remember yesterday when... We had that Biden, uh, that video. <laughs> who could forget? I swear, you don't think it can be any worse? It was worse today. It was the worst I've ever heard. I, I got it on my page. I see it, it right is, here. It, my God, y'all listen to this now. How can this go on after this one? Seriously, how can it go on? <laughs> All right. Is that bad? Is that bad, Jules? Just listen to it. <laughs> Raise yourself. You're not going to believe it. Okay, here we go. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer during this. Oh. oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. Oh, no, Beer. no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, and they're laughing at him. Believe me, he didn't crack a joke. Anybody can understand. Oh, my word. What Just play it one more time. Everybody, if you're watching, it's even better. But listen, this is the president of the United States, the resident that was installed. L listen to this guy. He, he literally, this is, they put your... When, when your grandpa gets this bad, they put them in a, a, a nursing care because Absolutely. nobody can take care of them anymore. And they can't talk. And they can't take care of themselves. That, that's what happens generally in families. I mean, it's a tough decision to make, but you take the keys and everything else as soon as possible. He, he's that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to it one more time because I know this is the first time you heard it. Oh. You were like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Even you, Brad, you couldn't say. Just hey, listen. This is shocking. It's bad. It, oh, my word. Just one more time. Here, here we go. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer during this Oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. Beer. Oh, that is a whole nother God. language. <laughs> Good Lord. And what are they laughing at? Oh, they they get know. people out there. That, you know you know how everything he says is funny lately? Mm -hmm. They literally bring 10 or 15 people, to, or they might have a laugh track. It sounds like a laugh track, doesn't it? It does. It, it does. Sounds like, matter of fact, that sounds exactly like a laugh track. 
Well, they always have the canned laughter and they're always telling people when they should laugh and they always have the lamestream media in there laughing to try to encourage people and people on his team and everything else. I mean, that's what this is about. It's all optics, but you can't hide this. I mean, if you were to write the transcript, what would it look like? (laughs) If Trump did that, they'd be calling for his resignation. How, How can anybody... See, the Republicans don't know how to fight. They should play that. That that's that's your commercial. Exactly. Not some generic, with a, some you know perfect talking guy. Uh, Biden has raised the border. He has done this. That's not that. You just play that and say this is your president. Wow. Well, he's installed. Uh, he's he's totally installed. He doesn't know what he's doing. He's being completely controlled. <laughs> even that was shocking, wasn't it? Even to know we know what I mean. It's so God, true. That, How does that he's even? Like bubbly, bubble, dumbs, v, bubbly, boo, Great Lakes. Well, and that's the thing. Then can laughter. <laughs> they have to write, you know, what he said at certain speeches. I mean, there are transcripts. <sighs> How does that even translate? You know, you know, the hardest job in the world is, don't you? Mm-mm. His sign interpreter. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? No wonder no, they disappeared. I mean, They're no I longer there. <laughs> I know. Remember they used to have them? They don't have them no more. There's no way. <laughs> I mean, they can't do gibberish sign language. It's impossible. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that is so true. They have disappeared. Kat, I didn't even realize that. I just When you said that, I realized that. That's probably why, because you can't sign language that. Well, we added the only thing that would come out was Great Lakes. Well, you know, I wonder what our closed captioning looked like. You know, now we'll have to look at it at the end of the show because I put in closed captioning because we don't have that native on Rumble yet and on our show. So, does everybody see it? Yes, they get to see it. Play it one more time and let's see what it says. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that is. Everybody look at the. uh, Yeah, look at the closed captioning at the bottom. Let's see what, let's see how it translates. This is going to be hilarious. Here we go. <laughs> beer brewed here. It is used to make the brew beer. In this oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why it's coming. <laughs> beer brewed here. Oh, <laughs> Earth Rider. <laughs> beer brewed oh, here. <laughs> it, said, it says, oh, Earth Rider. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. I don't even know what to say. I mean, here we are. Did you, you know, see, did so you see the, the closed captions? You didn't know what the hell. It was hilarious. Uh, oh, my gosh. I mean, really, at some point, we just really, we have to recognize. I, I don't know who could stand up and say that Biden is the best possible person to be the president of the United States, especially with what is happening now. Here you've got Democrats who are urging Joe Biden to seize control over Texas National Guard amid the border dispute. They're actually on board with the whole thing. So you've got Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who in a t- who is steadfast in asserting the state's right to defend its border against invasion. This stance has led to a growing dispute between the Biden regime and prompted some Democrats to call for Joe Biden to federalize Texas Texas National Guard as the debate over border security intensifies. And I'm telling you something, this is really heating up. You even have, you know, Texas holding the line. You've got, you know, all kinds of truckers who are involved in this whole thing now as a result. 
I mean, this isn't going away. Texas is holding the line. I'm fixing the mess at the border, but good luck fixing it. The two parties remain far apart. And then lo and behold, a bizarre incident in Eagle Pass, Texas, that sort of brought all of this to light. Dana, uh, Dana Marie McNichol, I'm sorry, with more from there. Dana Marie. Neil, Texas is not backing down, reinforcing areas with even more razor wire in areas that migrants have frequently climbed over, just like we saw this morning. Fox News drone captured 30 migrants climbing onto a shipping container, using some of that clothing to protect themselves from the razor wire. Texas DPS waited on the other side to arrest the group for criminal trespassing. Today, Texas Governor yes. Greg Abbott released yep. a statement on the Lone Star State's right to defend itself, saying, in part, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants. Now, the recent Supreme Court decision gave legal authority to Border Patrol to cut the razor wire. Nothing here has been cut. The Texas National Guard told me Border Patrol has not tried to access Shelby Park, where hundreds of yards of razor wire line the Rio Grande. The river, it's fast. It's dangerous right now after officials released water from a dam upstream. Fox cameras captured a male trying to cross the strong current swept him downstream, but ultimately he managed to come ashore. The Texas National Guard did pick him up, and Texas DPS says the Rio Grande averages a drowning every single day. Texas is doing every measure, putting every measure in place to prevent that, to try to discourage that. But yet at the federal level, the federal government has not done anything as far as trying to discourage illegal immigration, especially those that want to cross a dangerous river. Yep, that's exactly right, too. I mean, this think, is think about though. Te Texas has got them because if they're, they're we're just going to keep installing it. And if you want the optics of us stalling razor wire and you coming to the federal to cut it and let them through, that's going to. I mean, then you talk about bad optics. Oh, big time! And what President Trump needs to do is get himself over to that border. I mean, he really does with everybody standing behind him. And I'm talking about the governors. That would be the best thing ever. I mean, basically, the Supreme Court. I loved this meme when That's I saw it. That's a good it. idea. I mean, it, it would be great. Think about it. I mean, this oh, is yeah. the time. I mean, he with needs all the to act. Governors behind you. Exactly, DeSantis, the whole group of them. I mean, DeSantis is weighing in too. And I know it's still a little new for all of us because of what happened. This past year, Man, with him running playing. against President Trump, but what's happened to you? I don't, that that, <laughs> that video for some reason on, on my screen just keeps popping up and playing every now and then. And I'm not even touching. <laughs> oh, probably because you're on a delay. That's why. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, you're out there in the country, so that's probably why you've got a longer delay than most people. So here you go. I, th I thought this was a perfect meme. Here you've got the Supreme Court serving a dish of illegal immigration. And here's Texas. Supreme Court staring at them. And Texas throws the plate across the room. Basically like, no, you're not going to infringe on our several liberties. You're not going to, you know, on our freedoms and everything else. This is absolutely against the Constitution. You even have Ted Cruz who is up there. I mean, he's got his chops going too. <laughs> I saw the Babylon Bee. They highlighted the chops, which was really funny. I was dying that, laughing. That, he actually that. looks good like that. He should he should grow that if he can. I agree. I uh, mean, he, he looks ready for it. So Ted Cruz, Cruz grows out mutton chops in preparation for civil war. And he actually responded true to this one. 
because he's ready for it. He put together, and it's nine minutes long. I'm going to retweet it on my page. But he did absolutely put together a speech about the border in Texas and how they are not going to back down. The thing about this is this is a perfect opportunity for President Trump, and he cannot miss it. I mean, in my opinion. I think this is a huge issue. You see what's happening in a lot a lot of the liberal states like California, which is my sanctuary state, right? I mean, it's just unbelievable. The whole state is a sanctuary. We've had nothing but them busing illegals and flying illegal aliens over here in our state because guess what? Regular American citizens who lived in California are moving. They are moving as a result of Gavin Newsom and his communist dictatorship here. They're moving to other states. So many people have fled California. So in order for them to keep their seats, they welcome illegal immigration, hoping that they will be able to continue to have the blue votes, right? So they'll vote for Democrats. That's the goal. So as soon as we lose some of these people, and we think that there's going to be seats that are given up, they replace them with illegal aliens, put them on our voter rolls, and then they're voting in our elections. It's not California's fault. It's the fault of our government. Absolutely, 100%, this is planned. So he put together a nine-minute speech on the Constitution. Don't miss it. I will retweet it when I, when I can after the show, and you can all check it out or go to his page. Um, I don't know if he has it up, but somebody captured it and said, wow, this is amazing. Um, and so it is. But you've got Mitch McConnell, of course. I mean, really, another snake in the grass. Mitch, glitch McConnell. Oh, he's so bad. Ditch Mitch, please. He Ditch was, the glitch. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch McConnell retreats from border giveaway bill. You've got Senator Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, if you want to call him that. Just because they have an R or D you, next to their name means nothing. Have you, have you noticed that he rarely speaks now? Remember, he used to speak every day. Oh, he can't talk either. He's another he, they, one. He must be glitching out still because, I mean, I haven't, when's the last time you've seen him? Well, my goodness, they're dying up there in, in their seats. I mean, look at Dianne Feinstein. I mean, same thing. They want these lifetime appointments. They think they're Supreme Court justices. I mean, you got to wheel them around. They don't know where they are. This is a joke. Somebody needs to stop this. Honestly, we, they're not representing us at all. Not even a little bit. They are beholden to their lobbyists and everybody else that can control them because they have something on them. This is blackmail just like I've never seen before. Nothing ever happened when they found out that she had a spy driving her everywhere for 20 years. Nothing. Yeah, not not two weeks, 20. 20 years. 20 damn years. I mean, they still didn't figure it out <laughs> because they didn't I mean, want to. I mean, just think, just think about that, too, if it's your driver. Um, uh, and you're, they're driving you around year after year after year. You know, after 10 years, I mean, it's driving Miss Daisy, man. You're starting to fall catch that. You're exactly. starting to tell them everything about your personal life. Well, they hear everything. They're comfortable with that person. That's the phone who, calls, sure. everything. All of it. They're listening right in. And nothing ever happened. She didn't even know where she was. She didn't even recognize people. I mean, that was the talk of the town. And just think though, the, the image I always think of her now is when she they were rolled out there and she was all screwed up and she only opened one eye and she looked she was about out of it. She looked horrible and was completely had no idea where she was. Her just to get a vote on something that doesn't even matter, 
her family was willing to let them roll her out like that to be the last image you had of her. Isn't that sad? God, these people and their families are such low-life, bottom-feeding scumbags. And the Democrats really had a problem because, remember, before that, she was in the hospital for, like, four months, right? And nobody—she wasn't voting on anything. And so they were getting a little disgruntled over the fact that she wasn't able to participate. I mean— And nobody—and I hate to tell you guys this, these—, these Old Democrats and all these people, even Mitch McConnell and Republicans, nobody's going to remember you guys when you're gone five minutes. Other than they're, they were, they're going to talk about you like this. That I mean, who's even remembered her now? I do only because it's my state, probably, and and because it was just so obscene to actually what watch about, something like that. Was what stupid. about one of their biggest icons? Have you even thought about her in two years, Ruth Betty, Bader Ginsburg? Oh my gosh, she was. They just go to the obscurity. Part. They want to stay there till they're 165 years old. And nobody's going to remember you anyway because you're, you're just a bunch of left or right wing too hacks. Goodness. And, and, and there's nothing to you. You've done nothing but build your own power. You've done nothing for the country. You've done nothing memorable. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, is she some brilliant legal mind? No, she's a leftist activist that voted with the liberals every time, no matter what it was. She wasn't someone who looked at the Constitution honestly. Nobody's going to remember her. Mm-mm. No. No. It's already forgotten. But President Trump, it's another whole situation. I oh, mean, yeah, he's going to be. He it'll be like legend. Lincoln and, 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 you know, Trump and, and George Washington at some point. My gosh. I mean, this thing is heating up. And, and now, where is he? Okay, he has to go and talk to this fool, E. Jean Carroll, thanks to Reed Hoffman and crew. So you've got Trump calls for Anderson Cooper tape where E. Jean Carroll called rape sexy to be shown in New York City court today to totally exonerate him as he dramatically takes witness stand in $10 million defamation case. You've got Donald Trump may today take the stand in this $10 million defamation lawsuit. Writer E. Jean Carroll says Trump raped her in the 1990s. She is suing Trump for his denials of the allegations. Well, they found that he didn't rape her. <laughs> they absolutely, he has said, I've never even met this woman. She's insane. Seriously, I have never seen anybody kookier than this lady. I, I mean, she really is so far out there. You don't even know how to address it because it's so bad. And not only that, her story matches a Law and Order episode. You can't, you cannot make this stuff up. I mean, and she calls rape sex. I know. She's literally, I mean, the same store in the same situation. Oh, my gosh. And then it's not like it's even a day. She didn't even change the store's name when she lied. Exactly. I mean, here, check out this video and, and, and prove us wrong if you think you can. And it was not her fantasy. It was mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, role play took place in uh, the dressing room of Bergdorf's. Uh, while she was trying on lingerie, I would burst in. Hold on. Uh, yeah. You don't feel like a victim. I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which, the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. For, it just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault it is not i a think sexual. most people think of rape as being sexy mm. 
Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's my favorite clip we'll of all time. Take a quick I think, break. Uh, if you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. Oh. <laughs> that's, the, that's the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever seen on CNN when she goes, I think Rex is sexy. Okay, we're going to a break. It was like one second delay. <laughs> Just cut it. There are the people back there oh. with their, you know, they're going across their throats for their hand. Cut. God. This is so sick. I mean, really, this goes beyond perversion. This woman is just really not all there. And that's why she was the perfect choice. You, you can tell she's lying right there, just the way she said that. I mean, it's obviously she's a nut. Yeah, you think? I mean, what was your first clip? He's on the stand right now, I believe. Trump. I think he is. Talking about. Absolutely. And about his nut job. I mean, when he could be addressing the border, he could be standing there in solidarity with Texas. That's my point. I mean, this is this is what their goal was, was to hang him up in all of these silly little civil suits and with, you know, in New York and in Washington, D.C. and some of the other areas so that he couldn't show the world what he was going to do as president to take care of our borders, to take care of the American people, to make sure that America is first. I mean, this is what they're trying to take him from doing. They want it to be, oh, President Trump is on trial in New York. That's what they want the headlines to read. Not that he is standing there shoulder to shoulder with all the governors and all of the red states supporting Texas. See, th that's what this is all about. It makes me so angry. It really does because we need him more than ever. But they know this. They absolutely know this. And so now we've got the difference between having the strongest military in the world and having a military industrial complex. This was a fabulous article. You know, our military is way down as a result of Biden being in charge, lower than it's ever been. Diversity yeah, nobody, and all that stuff. Yeah. Nobody wants to go in there. And then, and, and I mean, and then you've got Bird Brain. If she ever became president, which she's not going to, I mean, Nobody would join them because they know they'd be in World War III second to join. No kidding. I, I mean, the whole thing has just gotten so ridiculous. Why would you want to join when you've got diversity leading the charge? People are put up there in those, you know, in those positions, you know, because they're transgender. That makes absolutely zero sense. None. It, it has nothing to do with your qualifications. Nothing like that. No. Mm, dare say that that would play into, you know, into the equation. It's ridiculous. It really is. And I'm telling you one thing, I'm just glad that President Trump is out there speaking about bird brain, speaking of which, Trump to bar future Haley donors from MAGA. We don't want them, he says. We don't want them. We will not accept them because we yeah. put America first and always will, he declared. No bird brain money. We don't want no bird brain money. <laughs> So in the wake of his victory in the New Hampshire Republican primary over the former UN, UN ambassador Nikki Haley, bird brain is what we call her here, former President Donald Trump has declared that persons who contribute to her campaign moving forward will be unwelcome in the Make America Great Again movement. Haley has emerged as the sole remaining challenger to Trump. From what I understand, Reid Hoffman has just pulled his funds from her campaign, especially since she underperformed as badly as she did in New Hampshire. And it's so obvious that it was all Democrat and liberal supporters. How is she even able to run on a Republican ticket? 
Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Honestly. I don't know. South Carolina, I don't. I wish I knew the rules. I should. Um, what their rules are exactly is about independence voting or whatever. We need Scott Pressler to give us a... We need Scott Pressler to send us a list. <laughs> we need to, like, you know, phone a friend. We need to phone Scott Pressler and say, hey, Scott, <laughs> what's the story on this? Yeah, I mean, is it open or closed? I think probably there's some people in the audience that'll let us know because they know in their, in their area. So I'll keep an eye out and chat to see if they can give us a heads up on that. But it is true. I mean, how is she able to continue on the Republican ticket when she is being supported completely by the left. Now, I have news for everybody. This has been going on for quite some time. And they're afraid that their ruse is being exposed now because they did that with Lindsey Graham crackers. You remember, Lindsey was begging for $5 from anybody on the Republican side, and he was losing by an absolute landslide by a Democrat. But see, they want to keep these optics to look like they are a Republican that is a part of our party when they're really not. They'll, they'll say, oh, look, you know, Lindsey Graham Crackers is once war. He's all about Ukraine. He's really pushing the envelope on what's going on in Afghanistan and all this stuff. And then they say, look, he's a Republican. Well, we're way wise to that now. We've seen this over and over again. Mitt Romney, Mittens is the exact same way. Liz Cheney, your favorite. Um, some of the others. It's the exact same thing. They place them. They put a R next to their name, and they think that everybody's going to fall for it. It doesn't work anymore. And Nikki is a disaster. She really is. <laughs> she don't have any support. When, when, it, it, the first state, the first state with uh, Democrats and independents. It's only the Republicans. I, I, I remember it was like 14 states. Uh, who knows if it's South Carolina, but the first state she hits where it's just Republican registered voters older, like Florida, he's, he's going to win by 70 points. If it makes it to Florida, he'll win by 60, 70 points. You wait and see. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be something. And else. all she's doing now is just and, – and and it's a smart move because he's just saying everybody's giving money to her now. No, she had, doesn't have a prayer. Oh, I don't yeah. know what they're doing, but, you know, so now you ain't going to get you to put your toe in the water over here because if you want to throw money away like that. But all she's doing right now, she can't win. She's not even close to winning. If she was five points down in every state, I would say she's crazy to get out right now, honestly. But 50 points down, 40, 38, 62, 69 points and all these states down, and you're still out there just completely just – they just – what they want now is they don't want Trump in there. So that's that's one of the most important things. Because he tells on, you know, he he tells on the Republicans too. Well, so they're just going. They're, so they're paying all that money. They just want her to sit in there and dog out Trump. She's the new Chris Christie. It's ridiculous. But not only that, now they're saying, "Oh, well, wouldn't she be a great vice president?" Oh, we really want uh, her. Uh, no, uh, no. To the hell, to the no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh-huh. 
No, that rumor Man, was flying yesterday. Serious. Roger Stone said it first, I believe, but. Man, he'd have to get a food taster because that's the one they want in there. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. They'd try to take Trump out if she was the VP quick. I agree with that. Cass, I hate saying it, we but, We can't man. have her anywhere near yeah. it, near it and at he'd all. Have to, he, he, Roger Stone said it. She'd have to hire a food taster. Oh, and it looks like Texas Echo 262 answered our question over there in chat. says, both Democrat and Republican primaries are open for South Carolina. So there oh, go. my God. So yes. they're going to try to cheat in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. So she's going to go there and try to get Democrats to vote. We've got some real good that, people that's in the dumb. I, I don't understand that rule at all. I mean, it's obvious that if you do that and somebody and, and, and they don't like the opponent. And then, so right now you got the Democrats. They don't even. Have the, so Joe Biden's the only one on the ticket, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So what if when they go vote what are they going to do they're going to go vote in the republican and try to get rid of nikki haley i mean donald trump gosh my goodness well he I mean, still ain't going she still can't win well she can't but then there's all this other stuff that's going on thank you laura loomer another real awesome incredible patriot in our party i just love seeing how this whole thing has just has changed over i mean it's amazing you've got an exclusive nikki haley's campaign staffers appear to be double dipping on campaign salaries and pack salaries okay why not we, we know we already know she double dips <laughs> In the back seat. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was something else, Kat. Oh wow. So you've got them double dipping as well. You can meet Nikki Haley's key campaign staffers. All right, many of them have already made their ex profiles private. Nikki Haley filed to run for president in February 2023. The main pack supporting Nikki Haley's presidential campaign is called Stand for America, SFA. So the tax records for Stand for America for 2022 reveal the salaries of Nikki Haley's campaign staffers when they were with SSFA. However, now all of them are in with the campaign, but there's one big problem. All of her campaign staffers appear to have cut their pay in half in February of 2023, the same month Nikki filed to run for president against Donald Trump, which makes no sense. Why would some of her staffers take a $100,000 pay cut to work on the campaign side as opposed to an SFA pack? The reality is nobody is taking a pay cut that large. Nikki Haley's campaign staffers appear to be double dipping on pack and campaign salaries or the campaign salaries with extra income that's supplemented by dark money. And she's got all the receipts down here. Here they all are. Cheney Adams, you've got Betsy and Ainey, and you've got Suzanne Youngblood, Carolyn Needham, Kenneth Farnasso, you've got Audrey Randolph. Man, has anybody got a last name? That I know. Over? Please. My God. <laughs> Where's Smith Jones, you know? Yeah, yeah Smith Jones, Brown. <laughs> Cat turd. I mean, you know, really. Yeah, my, at least you can pronounce my <laughs> might be weird, but my God. You've got Leslie DeWeese. You've got Olivia Perez Cumbus. You've got Andrew Patterson. You've got Miles Nuzzy. She's got all the receipts right here. Every single one of them. And what's been happening here? These are all a bunch of plants. So it shouldn't surprise you. We brought up Lindsey Graham crackers just a little bit ago that he is totally on board the Trump train. Why? Because they all want to get close to him. 
This is why they're trying to get Nikki Haley up there. They all want to be able to whisper in his ear, just like they were able to do the first four years. Well, I have news for him. It's not happening. It's not going to happen again. He's already said he's not going to pick her. Uh -uh. He's definitely not going to pick her. Not at all. I can't, you know, and like he said, it's it's really not the position. It's it's not a big one. No one ever says, ooh, I'm voting for this person because they're going to be a fantastic, they've got a fantastic vice president. Nobody cares about the vice no, president. They don't. They really do not. They make such a big deal out of it every four years, and, and it really never moves the needle. Mm -mm. It might move it at 1% here and there, but it, it's at the end of the day, you vote for the guy on the ticket. That's exactly right. And here's Or the girl. Or don't want to be a Oh yeah. Don't, don't want to be sexist here. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I you know, as a female, I really don't like the fact that they don't go for the best qualified person where they feel like they have to just put in somebody because they're a woman or because they're a male. Put in the best candidate. I mean, that's who I want flying my plane, right? I mean, that's who I want operating on me. I don't care about the gender. I do not care about breaking the glass ceiling. In fact, that was what was so interesting between the showdown between Trump and Hillary Clinton. They thought they could blur the lines and say, yeah, but don't you want a female to be president? I'm like, yeah, it, just show me one that's qualified. It's not going to be Hillary Clinton. I can I, promise I you that. I, 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 don't, I don't care if we have the next 30 presidents are female or the next 30 presidents are male i don't care just as long as i try to get the best person to run the country exactly. who cares it doesn't matter to me get the most qualified person the person that actually is going to put us ahead not behind and i'm i'm on it i mean you know but that was the problem here in la that was the number one talking point and people assumed that because i was a woman that i was going to just automatically vote for hillary clinton and i was really surprised by that in 2016 i was completely blown away by that because when i went and i looked and i said okay well let's see what she's offering everybody and I looked at her policies, and I saw nothing other than, you know, she carries hot sauce in her bag. And the fact, you know, her history of being just nothing but corrupt, you know, Clinton side and all that stuff, Epstein Island, all that stuff. I mean, all the people that have died within that circle. Let's not forget about all of those folks. But, yeah, they really expected that people would just vote because she was a female and because you're one. She's so starting insulting. to remind me of Hillary. Nikki is. I She's know. starting to remind me of Hillary Clinton. Or Liz Cheney. I can't make up my yeah. mind. I, I don't know. Same thing. Yeah, it's the same deal. Well, here is some news. You've got Obama judge who has sentenced Trump aide Peter Navarro to four months in prison for defying subpoena from Liz Cheney's sham J6 committee. Oh my Eric gosh. Holder did it. When it. Where's his jail time? It Hunter did it. Where's his jail time? It's just a, it's a joke. It is an absolute joke. This is so horrible to actually watch. I mean, where's Hunter? That's where I put where, you know, I, I wrote on on social today. Where is he anyway? I mean, he is running circles around the Republicans because they don't even know they don't even know what he's going to what Stunny's going to pull next. It should be a slam dunk with Hunter Biden and they can't get anything done. It's the most frustrating thing. So when you see this, it's horrible. So in September, former Trump advisor, Dr. Peter Navarro, 74, was convicted 
of criminal contempt of Congress for refusing to comply with a subpoena in Liz Cheney's January 6th investigation. Navarro did not comply with the subpoena because he said that Trump told him to assert executive privilege. The jury previously convicted Navarro on two counts of contempt after deliberating for four hours. Biden's corrupt DOJ sought a six-month prison term for Navarro. On Thursday, you had an Obama-appointed judge, Amit Mehta, who who sentenced Peter Navarro to four months in prison and ordered him to pay a $9,500 fine. I mean, really? This is just this is such a damn ridiculous joke. They uh, ought country to be has begun. Yeah, they ought to be ashamed, but they're not. They're going to keep on going. That's they're how they throw are. it right in your face. Yep, here he is with some. They comments. know they know they got a Republican Party who's never going to fight. They're a joke. All of them need to go. Every single last one of them, seriously, except for with exception to a few. I mean, very few. Here he is with his comments after this decision. Uh, the uh, legal bills associated with this are well in excess when the time uh, is finished of a million dollars. I've had uh, 20,000 small donors help me out. Goodness sakes. And so there is a way to help him out. And I'm going to drop that into chat so that everybody can participate in that. He's got a give, send, go. And I'm going to put this in here. And it's Peter Navarro's Legal Defense Fund. And Gateway Pundit was kind enough to put that at the very top so that we can all make sure that we we contribute if we can. So he, he basically says, when I w- received that congressional subpoena, the second I had an honest belief that the privilege had been invoked and I was torn. Nobody in my position should be put in conflict between the legislative branch and the executive branch. Is that the lesson of this entire proceeding? Get a letter and a lawyer? I think in a way it is, said Navarro. And he spoke on his own defense. He says, I am disappointed with a process where a jury convicted me and I was unable to provide a defense, one of the most important elements of our justice system. So Judge Mehta, he barred Navarro from making the executive privilege argument after DOJ prosecutors accused the former Trump aide of hiding behind executive privilege claims. You have Navarro's attorneys who filed an appeal of his conviction on two counts of criminal contempt of Congress on Thursday. So all of this is going on right now. I mean, they, they want to put him, this is what he's saying, in leg irons and throw him in a cell and do exactly like they have the January Sixers. This is a dog and pony show. It's also to try to threaten people that are shoulder to shoulder with President Trump, who stand up for President Trump, his lawyers too. Well, he can't even have a defense because the lawyers are scared to do it. These these people are destroying. They already have destroyed the Justice Department and the FBI. They, they, it's gone. I know it. I mean, God, it's so bad. I mean, and, and and then you've got all of their minions. I mean, this is the point of what I've been trying to, to make sure that people understand. And it is that they use people like mittens. I mean, here, you've got Mitt Romney who says Trump doesn't want to solve the border problem. Well, you know what? Some people that really don't pay attention Grief. to politics think that Are because he's got a freaking arm, kidding me? I'm not. He, tr- he wanted to build the entire wall, and y'all had the— and your buddy, mm-hmm. and your buddy Paul Ryan, 
fought against him doing it. They voted against the border wall. Let's all remember that he had a Republican Senate and Republican Congress, and he tried to get the border wall done, all of the funding, and they turned it down. That's right. The Republican Party, not Mitt Romney's buddy was one of them, the, the, the instrumental. Mitt Romney was instrumental. These two fools God, are just upset. They will never, ever be president. And that's exactly what this is about. And remember, that's what they're all for. They are. And say he thought he was going to be Secretary of State. This fool man. He thought daddy's money's going to put him right in the White House, didn't mm -hmm. he? He certainly did. And he's not running again. So another one bites the dust. Not sad all over he that. Says a, all he says is a $500 haircut on top of a two penny <laughs> dick. <laughs> 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 Don't hold back there, cat. Not for any reason. You just keep go, go, going. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this guy, after all of that, and, and that's the thing. This is who they are. Oh, hold on. To. Oh, gosh, you've got breaking. Do you really? No. No? No what? Hold on what? No. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, somebody. Never mind. <laughs> I don't even know what that was. So we will go ahead and we will we will bank and we will just start dunking on Taylor Lorenz. So here is Taylor Lorenz. I was laughing. I saw this on your page. She's having a panic attack because of what's happening to corporate media. Well, no one's listening to them anymore. Check it out. Our journalism industry is basically in a free fall. Today, the Los Angeles Times laid off 115 employees. They wiped out their entire DC bureau in an election year. They laid off pretty much all of their sports teams. They killed their entire tech and business section. They laid off breaking news writers, social media editors, the list goes on. But what's really dark is this is just the latest in months and months and months of layoffs in the media industry. In fact, tens of thousands of journalists have been laid off in the past year. Major media companies like BuzzFeed News have completely shuttered their news operations. Time Magazine also just laid off a ton of people and oh, Sports Illustrated basically shut down last week. Wee. Pretty much the entire digital media ecosystem that myself and a lot of other millennial journalists came up in has been completely hollowed out. And it's not just digital media sites. Local news has been obliterated. The newspaper industry is cratering. Radio is essentially dead aside from NPR, which has been gutted. Meanwhile, hundreds of workers at Condé Nast, the parent company of pretty much every major magazine from GQ to Vogue to The New Yorker to Vanity Fair are on strike because they're also facing impending layoffs. Even mainstream national media outlets owned by billionaires like The Washington Post where I work and The Atlantic where I used to work have done layoffs. If you're a young journalist today, there's almost no on-ramp to traditional journalism. Even if you do get a job, journalists' salaries have been stagnant and even declined. And by the way, we don't make that much to begin with. I don't think people understand how bad the world would be without journalists. Oh, it's going to be so much better now that we have podcasts where uh, we can actually get the truth. Thank you very they, much. No, no, nobody, nobody wants to hear it. Sorry for the hold on. I thought I had the greatest, juiciest story in history, but it was like a Babylon B situation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's why I was oh, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to let you figure this one out. <laughs> no, hold on. It's going to be a good one. And it's like, it's not the Babylon B, but it was a parody account. Oh my God. I thought we had something good. I ain't going to tell you what it said. Well, it would have been, been good. It would have been funny. That's okay and you can always keep them all guessing too cat and say we've got it and we'll just you know stay tuned we can always there's always going to be breaking news I, I mean i almost i almost got fooled so i'm glad i cut it off when I did, at least. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Well, I've just loved these meltdowns because, okay, she's complaining about the Atlantic, who is owned by Steve Jobs's wife, right? Who is another, you know, WEFer. You know exactly what she is. And World Economic Forum, you know, where they sing these bird tunes and then they blow on people. It's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't understand it. It's just not my scene. <laughs> year before, they're all wearing masks. Next year, they're, they're, they're uh, having people breathe all over their heads. I've never seen uh, anything like people. They can't make up their mind. They can't. I mean, here is it. Here it is. I just go what? Why should I? Here it goes. Loogie number one. Loogie number two. And <laughs> the. Now she's over blowing on her heads. And the year before, they were <laughs> saying it was, wear a mask. We're supposed to take this <laughs> stuff seriously. Yes. <laughs> man, if I did that to somebody on the street, they'd beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be the last man standing. There'd be a lot of people that said, okay, this Mr. Turd has got a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, these are the people. The, that's what a WEFer is, in my opinion. And then she mentioned, of course, you've got the Washington Compost, is what I like to refer to it as. Who, and that one is owned by Jeff Bezos. Meanwhile, you've got and, and, they, and he's just so rich. Tunnel. He's, he's, he's so Bunker. rich, he just pays for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And they lose money every year, by the way. The Washington Post bleeds money. A normal business couldn't run that way, but he don't mind dogging trump out and dogging republicans out and doing his propaganda and just lose he don't mind if it loses 500 million dollars a year which it, it loses a lot well they need the write-offs i guess i mean but now all of a sudden they're starting to lay all these reporters off because no one's reading what they're what they're writing no one's buying it anymore the american people have been lied to for so long and they've gotten into huge debates i mean i remember couple of Christmases ago. I mean, it's been going on nonstop with COVID and everything else. You were having knockdown drag outs with people over COVID and the vax and all of that stuff. And it's not a vaccination. It's a jab. Do not get it confused with what a vaccination is because it's definitely not that. It shouldn't even fit into that category. But that's what they were selling it as. And they weren't giving people a choice. And they've been using this to divide people. Well, people are sick of it. And the LA Times, I mean, they're laying can, people off as well. Cancer cancer, and young people and turbo cancer, it's, it's up like 400, 1,200%. It's not like a little bit. I know it. And now this group is over there threatening this disease X on all of us. It shouldn't surprise you. They're going to keep going. They made a fortune on this whole thing. So now... Disease X. I know. If you don't think that's fake, called X, I don't know what to tell you. Well, they're sitting up there experimenting with our taxpayer money in these laboratories. Ooh, what could happen? Everything. Just about Everything. So then now, we're talking about catching on, you've got farmer protests. It's now spreading across Europe. You've got France, Poland, Romania, Germany, Lithuania. You've got Italy, Belgium, Scotland, the Netherlands. Farmers express frustration with their governments and EU due to excessive <laughs> We're going to save the planet. We're going to starve the, yeah. we're going to save the planet by starving our population. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they, you know they're trying to get rid of coffee now. That's on their hit list too. They do. They do that. There's going to be a world civil war. <laughs> you got that right. I will you not sit that one out. You know about World War Three on steroids. 
<laughs> take people's coffee away and see what happens. Oh, boy. So, of course, this is due to excessive bureaucracy, green regulation, low wages, subsidy cuts, and competition from Ukraine. They feel neglected and tired of being targeted. Without them, we have no food. So I'm Mimo, of course, does a fabulous job of showing all of these videos and pointing this stuff out. Check it out. Here they are. Where enough was enough, I can't keep complaining, sitting and waiting for luck. I have to stop asking why me and start looking inside, push through the pain and tell my story on the other side. They've had about enough of it, and rightfully yeah. so. I mean, seriously. So not only do we have the convoys, right, that are coming from the truckers who are going to Texas, you've got this happening all around the world. We're tired of the elites and what they're doing to the world. They're the problem, and then they want to just sell people out with the Green New Deal. We know exactly what that is. That's their next big moneymaker. Faker than anything I've ever seen in my life. So, Kat, <laughs> it has been another day. Happy anniversary, by the way. <laughs> oh, late. Late don't count, honey. <laughs> I could say the same thing to you. Oh, my gosh. I knew this was going to be my problem. I was like, okay, I've got to prepare for this when I let him know that I completely missed I our anniversary. the 500 thing. We've been like talking about the 500 shows. I'm telling you, that's how it slid past you because nothing slides past you like that. <laughs> I know. And you know what? You should have seen my expression because I was like a deer in headlights when my friend asked me, so how long have you been doing it? I knew I was missing something. How long did I do that other show with you for uh, on Wednesdays? Two years. Two years, man. That's a that's a long time. We've been we've been at man. Time goes fast, doesn't it? It really does. In a minute, and it's gone. Yeah, because we were the first show we ever did by ourselves. That's right. Was yep. January the sixth. That's right. So that was three years ago. We've been on a long time before then. Absolutely, we've been going nonstop. We really have. We don't stop for anything. Man, we worked for free for years, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> we certainly did. We are pretty oh hardcore. God. We absolutely are. I, I know. Pe pe people think for some reason I get up in my pajamas every day. I throw some tweets down, have some coffee, pet my dogs, and I go to my mailbox and pick up a million dollar check. I don't know why. Oh, they think you're worth. They think you're worth more than that. I've seen the reports. I mean, it's like fifteen million dollar cat turd. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> They're, they're crazy. Yes, they think you've got uh, a, a gold throne over there that you sit on every morning. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's really something else. But I'll tell you what, I've enjoyed every single minute of it. And this turning around our country right now is going to be glorious. I'm all in for it. And I it's cannot It's a never-ending battle. And then when you finally get somebody, even Trump, and then you got to fight them, you still got to fight. Yes, you do. I mean, then they try to, what do they do to him? I mean, they never even let him serve his term. I exactly. They did a fake special counsel. They ran a special counsel on him for being a Russia, for doing this Russia thing. And they're the ones that did the story. You got it. My God, it was them doing it. And then they said, and then they knew it because they're the ones that did it. And then, and then Hillary Clinton's campaign did it. And the whole time they're doing a special counsel, knowing it's just going to, you know, just hurt his presidency. It's just, it's been like that. It, it never, when it comes to Trump, you never can stop fighting because 
everybody's after us. You got that right. They absolutely are. But I am just thrilled to see the truckers who are heading over to Texas. I mean, you know what? There's yeah. so many people Shut that are fighting. They're fighting just like you and I are every single day. A lot of people don't know that we actually had no broadcasting background. We started from absolutely zero. You can still tell with me. <laughs> That's not true. You made it on Tucker Carlson. You've been on the uh, radio. I've never been on the radio or anything like that. Right? I'm not, I, I I hate when people ask me. I I said it before. I don't I don't jive good with radio. Uh, the podcast that I get invited on, I, I, it's easy for me. But radio, because radio has commercial every three minutes. Right. I mean, and so they talk to you, and then the, and the and the host on radio, they're talking half the time, and and, and so. You get maybe a minute, and, and and you're trying to get into your story. You're trying to say the things you want to say, and as soon as you do, there's a commercial break, and the, and then just as soon as you try to get in your rhythm again, another commercial break, and you're really you usually only own a segment or two, so you're only on five minutes on radio normally, or ten to most. Oh my gosh! So you and just you have can't to watch you can't get language. it in. Yeah, but you have to watch your yeah, language. Yeah, and I gotta too. say, don't say shit, don't say bullshit, <laughs> don't say asshole. The whole time I'm just in my head, don't say shit, don't say shit. <laughs> and coming from a turd, that is very hard to do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, everybody. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I promise I'm going to give everybody shout outs for all of your donations. That's another thing that I fell behind on this week. And I'm going to give you shout outs tomorrow for the last two weeks. I appreciate all that you do for this show, supporting us, supporting our advertisers, supporting Rumble. You all are the best. Thank you all for so much for your support and all of that. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Be safe. Be kind to one another. We will see you tomorrow at 3. See you later.